Hey everybody, coming up, Oliver and I are going to be taking a field trip and talking about some Haunted Mansion pop culture stuff. So all that and more on this episode of Diz Pop. Diz Pop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am your host, Rhino Clavin, and I am going to be joined today by the undertaker to my master Gracie, Oliver Green over here. Now, uh, for those of you who are watching, you can see that we're not in the studio. For those of you listening, the sound's going to sound a little off, but... You can hear that we're not in the studio. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can hear it today. But um, it's been a busy week at the Diz Unplugged headquarters, and we are filming a little bit of our Disneyland 60th anniversary event, and I figured this would be a great time to kind of alleviate some of the, uh, the traffic that was going on at the studio and maybe get out and take a little field trip. So we're going to be going over to the Magic Kingdom and looking for some... Uh, Haunted Mansion exclusive Funko Pop um, merchandise that we've heard exists over there. Mm. So we're going to go try and check that out. We're going to be talking about the Haunted Mansion uh, comic book, I think. Yep. And uh, there's another little surprise there toward the end. So I figured, let's do it. You know, so let's go. And we're off to Magic Kingdom. Oliver is going to be guiding me. He is my, uh, the map the co-pilot today. The map to your quest. The map to my quest. <laughs> Serious question though, are you really using MapQuest still? So we're off and I figured in the car we, we could chit chat all about our news, our uh, Di the Disney at the box office. That's, yeah. what, I'm, that's what I'm gonna call it. So, so okay, so um, last weekend, again, um, no surprise that the uh, Captain America Civil War film was number one. Yep. And number two was The Jungle Book. And what I was actually a little surprised about is I think Zootopia actually came in at like number six. So it's 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 ever closer to getting to that $1 billion mark. I think Captain America brought in like another $70 million or something like that. And it looks like this weekend again um, for the weekend of the, what is the date now? The 20th is coming up. It's um, the 19th today. Yeah, so. 19th today we're recording. So the 20th oh, tomorrow. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. giving away the secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's doing pretty crazy. Like, so Disney's got three movies now in the top ten, and Alice in Wonderland is about to open um, in one week from today. So honestly, it looks like even if Zootopia drops a couple numbers, because I'm sure it will, because of X Men's opening as well as Alice in Wonderland. So that's two spots. But let's say Zootopia can hold on to the ninth or tenth spot. Disney will have four movies in the top ten category, and then on top of that, Captain America has just surpassed Zootopia's global haul in just a matter of two weeks, which is pretty crazy. And I believe it's the fifth highest opening movie of all time, but also, I believe it's also the number one earner of 2016 now, officially. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's a good it's a good year for Marvel too, because Deadpool was also one of the highest movies this year. And I know, Di I mean, Disney is the mother, the mother country of Marvel, but. The parent company. The parent company. I believe that's the, what you were searching for. Though. I guess that would have been a more appropriate <laughs> phrase. But. All right, so Marvel at the box office has officially, like all Marvel movies, or at least all Marvel movies since Disney has taken over, has now reached $10 billion. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that insane? Um, the number one earner being... Avengers. I, yeah, Avengers 1, yeah. And then... Run through them. Okay, so from the list just here, I've got the Avengers. Uh, the Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, that's the second one. Number DOS. Iron Man 3. I, my favorite Iron Man. See, that's the only one I've not seen. I remember... You'll see it soon. I certainly will. Because like, I, I was discussing this with Rhino earlier, but this is a... The whole Marvel thing is like... It's not new to me, but I just managed to miss it. But out of all the Marvel films, I've seen um, Iron Man 1, and I think I've seen 2, and I remember enjoying 1 immensely. So, um, yeah, I'll be more than happy to sit down and watch number 3. Um, and then below that we've got Captain America Civil War. And then below that we've got Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely one of my favorite Marvel movies for sure. Um, <clears throat> well, I do also have a fun little story about Iron Man 3 too that's come out. Because apparently the director Shane Black has been talking with... Um, I, I believe he might have a new movie out moving around or something like that. But he um, he's been talking 
about his experience with Marvel, and he's praised them. So I don't want this story to sound like he's been negative with them. He has praised how they do stuff and how they're working. However, some fun facts. In the original script for Iron Man 3, the main female, I mean, the main female, the main villain was supposed to be a female. And I think that would have been such an interesting plot, plot twist. Yes. Yeah, I see, think from what I read, they were going to lead you to believe it was a man all along, and then that was the big twist when you found out. Yes, yes, female. spoiler alert. Well, it, the whole idea was that it was the villain, the Mandarin, and um, and uh, in if you were familiar with like comic books, the Mandarin is like, uh, he has like these rings that are supernatural that give him power or something like that, and he is one of um, Iron Man's like main bad guys. So the fact that they like made a twist and made it like he's a front man for this other organization, like he's not an actual threat, was yeah. was great. I think that's I think that was genius because it kept the people on their toes. I know it's been like diverse. Like some people were like, no, not okay, and others others loved it. But I, I mean, I loved it. Not knowing anything about Iron Man comic book wise, I loved it. I thought yeah. it was great. Um, and so the 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 bad guy in the movie was the Gideon character who's played by Guy Pierce. That was originally supposed to be a woman, I guess, but Marvel said no. Not Kevin Feige either. I want to preface that that um that um Shane Black spoke spoke very highly of Kevin Feige, who's the like the main movie guy. Um but Marvel corporate said the toys won't sell. You can't have a woman be the main villain. And I, I think that is insane. That's such a stupid reason yeah. to to eliminate the yeah, the roles being, you know, just just a male role. That's crazy. Well, is it, it's you've seen, you know, you know the backlash between like when Star Wars came out, all the Ray there was no Ray figures or anything like yeah. that. Um, and uh, so there was no Ray merchandise. And then when Captain America: Winter Soldier came out, um, a lot of scenes that involved like the Black Widow. Um, like in a place like like Legos, for example. Yeah. Um, there was a scene where the Black Widow drops out of this helicarrier or um, helicopter. I don't know what they're called, but um, on her bike, and in the Lego set, it was a it was Captain America. It wasn't her. So she was what replaced fuck? by male figures in all in pretty much all of her playsets. So she's been non-existent in that merchandise thing. So I I'm surprised <laughs> that like Disney. I, I'm hoping they've learned their lesson because now they've also Marvel has also come out and said that they are like spiritually committed to a Black Widow film. Yeah. Um, so there's when, that. When you think about the reasoning behind it, though, it does seem almost weird because it's I don't know because parents ultimately make the decision to buy their toys for the children, so it's still an adult on that level making the conscious decision to to eliminate that female like you know it's it's sad almost you're right like the comment on parents parents being like that it, it's it's a shame so now as a, as a kid when like okay i'm gonna talk power rangers here for a second because that was that's always been my thing there's always been female you know it, it's always the team there's always like one or two females on the team um and was I always balanced. Was yeah, there always equal amount females to male. No, right. there's okay. always been less females than males, um, for sure. Um, it's always been diverse. There's always been, um, you know, people from all different cultures. Yeah. Um, representing like which I which I've always loved. I actually, yeah. you know, growing up, I honestly think that's that's a wonderful thing that was imprinted on me, not just from my like upbringing, but also from that show. Yeah. But it's also been like. I've also thought those female characters are there's there's a specific season. I, this is getting super nerdy, but in Power Rangers Time Force, the leader of that season is technically the Pink Power Ranger, and I and I applaud that season for that reason alone because she was amazing. And one of the things was is there wasn't enough Pink Power Ranger. Mer like Power Rangers has always released female merchandise, and I think that they're very in tune with saying like, okay, not as much as the male, but mm -hmm. it's been there. There hasn't yeah. been like just that initial wave. There's always been like several waves, and I just it it kind of it's insane to me as a person who was born in the '80s and you were born in the early '90s, like that. You know, we're adults now, mm -hmm. and that like an issue as man and woman is 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 I'm already like blown away that people are racist in 2016 but it's, people are sexist still too and I'm just who is who are these terrible people I mean this, you're watching the show get out of here <laughs> get out the sad realization for me and again not to get too deep but like for me this is always it's felt like it's always been a topic ever since I was a child yeah like so I've never 
I've never been able to go back in uh, to a point in my life where it's been like, oh yes, well women are obviously the lesser, you know, well, sex yeah, right, yeah. It's always been like a very prominent topic. And I'm I'm 24 now, I have to think about that. I'm 24 <laughs> now, so for the, honestly, if they can't figure this stuff out over a 24 year period, I, it's, you know, are they ever going to? Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, so that's, that's kind of the Marvel front. And then, um, some other like in the comic book realm of Marvel I know Marvel Marvel but we're going to talk about Haunted Mansion as soon as we get to the Magic Kingdom we're almost there oh it's going to be a heavy Haunted Mansion episode oh yeah so hold tight Um, on the Marvel comics front though uh, apparently the Black Panther um, comic book is the official like best selling comic book of 2016 now and I've gotten the first two issues. I'm going to read them, and we're going to maybe have another episode where we review them, and I make Oliver read them a little bit too. Um, See, I find it shocking as well that that's the you know like the bestseller because I've again as someone that's not uh, a part of the community or new to the community, like that's one of the the superheroes that I've just I, I'm not aware of at all. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You'd, you'd expect it to be like one of the more mainstream. Well, I, I like I had heard the name and stuff like that. Well, that was the other that was the thing in the article I was reading said um, that uh, it's it's just people are embracing this character like crazy uh, yeah. because of the movie and, and now this and he's getting a standalone movie that coming in 2018 and I flipped through the comic book I haven't read it yet but the the. Um, the art looks amazing. Um, yeah. I'm very excited to read about it. It's it's very different than I thought it was going to be, so I'm excited. And honestly, if if in time for MegaCon next weekend, I would love to have been like gotten a good Black Panther costume. But we're passing <laughs> the uh, we're passing the Grand Floridian though. Oh man, I, I don't remember the last time I was at the entrance of the Grand Floridian. The Grand Floridian. The oh. Grand Floridian. The memories I have from the Grand. Mm, getting touched by the older rich people. It's. Uh, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, oh, okay. I also want to talk about Oliver and I will be attending MegaCon next weekend. Um, it is going on for four days this year at the Orlando Convention Center. It's going to be May, what's next Thursday? It's going to be The 26th, May. Um, May. It's going to be it's, May it's next 26th weekend. through 26th, 27th, 28th, and the 29th. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be going. So if you you happen to be going, come say hi. Yes. Uh, we haven't figured out our costumes yet, but we're getting there. I think I've I've got this this uh, inkling feeling that we're going to end up going as podcast hosts. <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> going to be the fallback costume. No, yeah. So we're going to that next weekend. Um, we're going to do. I think Dispop might come out in a little bit in advance next week, just so we can give you the groundwork from that. But we're going to be pretty much basically, we're doing another road trip next week. It's going to be, um, we're going to try and do a whole episode just covering the entire weekend. So I've not asked you this yet, but have you ever been to any sort of like convention like this before? Yes, I've been to I've been to MegaCon um, two other times, two or three other times. You have. It's, it's a lot of fun, yeah. You've got photos I've seen. Um, I'm so excited. Like it's gonna be fun. It's this is my first, and I am so so excited. It, I can't. Yeah, I think it's for me again because I uh, I'm that person that I don't I wouldn't necessarily um, like go out there and do it. But yeah, now I'm being not forced to. That's the wrong word. But now I'm I'm in that position where I can cover it. I'm I can't. Yeah, I'm I'm going all out. We uh, we're here now. We've just gotten to the Polynesian. Yes. We're going to have a drink at Trader Sam's and then we're going to go into the park and have a... Because that's the right thing to do. Yes. We're, we are patronizing this establishment. We are not cheating the parking situation despite what anybody says. But we're on your pass holders anyway yeah. if, uh, if that makes anyone feel better. But we're not. We're going to have a, uh, a non-alcoholic beverage. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a beverage then at the um, at Trader Sam's. Yeah. On the note of MegaCon, it's going to be good fun. There's going to be a lot of people in costumes. There's going to be a lot of artists. Um, there's a lot of celebrity guests. I don't know how many celebrity guests we're going to get to interview. I doubt any, but uh, it's still like, I just look forward to the experience we're going to have. If you're watching this, the lighting in this car ride has gotten dimmer and dimmer. And that's because we chose to go at like sunset here because I felt like if we're going to go to Haunted Mansion, we didn't have the actual Haunted Mansion experience and it's best at sunset, like at once the lights go down, it's creepier, you know? It is. It's cooler, like it's the full experience, right? You got the ultimate haunted mansion experience. So we're parked, we're gonna head in, 
and have some fun. Yeah. You can see we made it. Now there's the people listening, they can't see. Where are we? <laughs> you, can't, you can't see. Maybe you can hear it. You can. The train in the background and all the people coming through. But So we're going to head on over to Haunted Mansion and see what's what. See Woo. if we can get our stuff. Is that a, is that a ghost? It, what, what did you think it was? I don't know. You just... <laughs> something had escaped your body. I don't know. <laughs> if you've never been to Memento Mori before, I highly recommend it the next time you're at the Magic Kingdom. Located just outside of the Haunted Mansion, it has some really cool merchandise, from themed dishes and diningware to stylish apparel, it has everything a Haunted Mansion fan could want. Except, of course, the pop finals we wanted. Lucky for Oliver, though, they still had plenty of the Haunted Mansion comic with the Disney Parks exclusive cover. This one's got my name on it. Alright, so we are leaving the Magic Kingdom. We could not find the Pop Finals, unfortunately. It's sad. Why can we find them, though? Uh, apparently they send, sell, excuse me, apparently they sell so well that they, like, don't, they can't, they have trouble keeping them in stock. In, fa in fact, they're, they sell so well they don't have them on the Disney merchandise app. Because I was even like, oh, I should have checked this app before I came here. But she was like, no, it wouldn't be in there either way. Yeah. So, Cast members in the store, though, were super knowledgeable. And they were letting us know, like, all the different places you could get them. And there's some really weird locations. Like, they were selling them at Animal Kingdom. In yeah, the... somewhere in Epcot. Yeah. Like... I, th I, th I figured it was just exclusive to here. Yeah. We were going to do Autumn Mansion, too. But the line was a little longer than we anticipated. Um, but we did get... Oliver would manage to get his copy of the... Uh, the um, Haunted Mansion comic book with the exclusive um, Disney Parks cover, which is pretty cool. It and is. so I think we're going to call it a night. We're going to go home. We're going to read our respective comic books. And then we're going to reconvene tomorrow and talk about them. Swap notes. Yeah. But for you guys, tomorrow is right now. Star Wipe. So we're back at the house. This is day two. As you know, last night we didn't get the pop finals. But uh, I've got all my Haunted Mansion comic books here. And Oliver got his uh, Disney Parks exclusive Haunted Mansion comic book um, cover. Same story, cover. different cover. Yeah, you, which awesome is, cover. Yeah, you can get all these crazy different covers. You can get like the um, subscription cover, the publisher's cover. There's like the, they do one where it's like the comic book where they're like, um, uh, not comic books, where they're uh, um, toys, where they're like on a plastic card, like in a toy. Those ones are weird. I saw that. That was in my subscription box at the store this week. But Oliver got a really cool one. Um, that's the Haunted Mansion, like the Hitchhiking Ghost posters in front of yep. the thing. Um, and he's read it, and we're going to talk about it. But first, we need to make a drink. Okay, for this drink, you're going to need some champagne. We're going to use some of our melon liqueur, our blue curacao. And I have this random violet liqueur, as always. Some fun glasses. So for this drink, we need the cheapest bottle of champagne you can buy because that's who I am. $5. Actually, I think $4.50. But you're going to take some champagne. And if you guys remember the melon liqueur we used for the Star Wars drink, the blue curacao, we use this for the uh, Zootopia arts and crafts drink. And then this, I had this violet one from some Doctor Who drink I made one time. Um, <clears throat> so ghosts, bride, wallpaper. You see the theme? So what you're going to do is, because of the way these are, I hope this doesn't, you're more likely to be killed by a champagne cork than you are a spider bite, so I'm real afraid I'm opening this right near my face right now. So we're going to take this, we're going to fill these up. I probably filled them up just a little bit too high. You probably want to go more toward this one, about two-thirds of the way up. You're going to take your brightly colored alcohol and top it off a little bit as such. So this one's a melon liqueur. This one is blue curacao is an orange one, so this one will be like a blue mimosa. And then our violet one is God knows what. Violet, I'm turning violet. Oh shoot. So then you have your three, three different drinks of your shooting. This is how we recycle alcohol and use what we already had. But um, these, like again, ghosts, bride, wallpaper. And um, I, I chose champagne because I thought you know, we'll base it off of that scene in the middle, the dining room scene in Haunted Mansion where they're having a party. And what says a party to me? Like champagne. Even though this looks like something you'd put in your car, like, to clean this the This does look like windshield wipers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's possibly my favorite. Yeah, I don't... 
Unfortunately, I don't know what the violet liquor was that we used in it. I don't think I like it. This one looks like something you'd put in your car. This one tastes like something you'd yes, put in your yeah. car. The lemon one's nice, though. The, I mean, the lemon, the melon one is nice. That I, is nice. I think, like... This is the one I've been nursing, so... Let's talk about our Haunted Mansion comic books here. So, issue one, issue two, and then um, issue three just came out this past uh, Wednesday... Uh, they come out once a month. I believe it was originally supposed to be a four-part issue, but I've I've heard... I haven't read up to issue three yet, but a friend of mine was saying that he doesn't think it'll be wrapped up by issue four. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be kind of one of those, like, how popular is it? Depends on how far it goes. But it's part of the Disney Kingdom series, and it's put out by Marvel. And I've read issue one. Oliver has read through issue two. And one. Well, yeah, that makes sense if I've read two. Yeah, yeah. I said too many sips of the uh, of the windshield washing fluid. <laughs> is this your first comic book, or have you read comic books before? This is my first comic book. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's this. I feel like there's this perception around comic books. Like, if you read them, it's it's almost like very um, dated. It's dated geeky. It's almost like you know that 80s kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, In a basement, glasses. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's what internet people did before the internet was around. Yeah, and I feel that's probably why I like it because I'm an internet person. So no, I've, I've read these and I've really took to them. I can now see, and I always used to laugh about this when people were like, "No, they're not comic books; they're graphic novels." I can actually now see why they call them graphic novels because, well, okay, so a graphic novel is a collection of comic books. It becomes okay, so yeah, yeah a comic book. So like in the end of this, novel. there'll probably be a graphic novel that'll be called like the Haunted Mansion. And yeah, then, that's that's my understanding of it. At least I could be mistaken, and then it's something else. It's a graphic novel whatever okay. but like the Ghostbuster series I follow so like you can get all like 32 issues or you can read volume 1 and volume 2 of the graphic novel and those are like the 32 issues yeah. Okay. so I feel like it's in the same ballpark there but yeah. I know I can see why they refer to them as that just because the, the graphics and the artwork in there does say so much like it's so detailed oh yeah it's that's what always kind of blows me away is the amount of detail per image these days like there's even some comic books where it's so detailed frame by frame that I am almost turned off by it because I'm just like oh my god it's I feel like it's wasted on me like it's just yeah. it's it's sensory overload almost even yeah. though it, you're only using like the one sense I guess basically do but, you know the nice thing as well like looking at the artwork they and I know you'll know about this as well because we've come from the same background but they always teach you like when you come from a film background about color palettes and like using mm-hmm. a simplified color palette like some of these like the, the images they're so beautiful and they've just picked like a few um, it is. It's a simplified color palette that they've got there. Well, like, this page is all orange. This page is all like blue. Yeah, blues and greens, and it's it's just so beautiful. So, how did you take to the whole comic book side of things? Um, so before, like, I started doing this pop, I started to like. I, I I was somebody like, I've never really like read issue by issue by issue of comic books. I've always enjoyed when I was younger and or not even that long ago. DK always put out these cool, like, ultimate guides to comic books. So there's, like, I have, like, the X-Men one. I brought them with me when I moved to Florida. I've got Spider-Man. They did um, a Superman one. And what they do... Sorry, they're a little dusty, too. But they'll take you through and they'll, like, tell you, like, all of Superman's, like, weaknesses. And you kind of, like, you'll read the different stories and, like, how his style has changed over the years. And, like, what the comic book line. And, like, okay, he's from the Daily Planet. What's his relationship with Lois, you know? What are the villains in it, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, so it's kind of like you get... It's borderline a Wikipedia article before Wikipedia yeah. existed, but a more visual take through it. So, like, everything I kind of know about these characters, like, I kind of got from this. I mean, Spider-Man, I watched the 90s um, Fox Kids cartoon show along with X-Men and uh, all that stuff. But uh, those were great for me because I loved to like read those and I'd be like, oh, gold kryptonite. Oh, red kryptonite. You know, like I didn't know about these. And, and so that was kind of like, I always felt intimidated. So when I wanted to do this pop is I wanted to like lean people that were like me that maybe you're like, oh, I love these stories. Maybe I want to see the source material, like to let you know you're not alone. Like you're interested in it, but you're a little nervous like me. Like I'm nervous to step in because honestly that geek culture in the comic book store can sometimes... They can be a little aggressive the same way, you know, because like you get, I'm sure there's something that you like that not everybody likes. Like for me, like I like Power Rangers and not everybody likes Power Rangers. And sometimes you like laugh off the jokes or whatever. But like when somebody wants to step into your fandom and try and be like, oh, Power Rangers, you know, the, the, the bullies, the crank and whatever. And you're like, no, it was bulk and skull. And I know it for sure. You know, so it kind of like I, I can understand why comic book people can sometimes get like, uh, 
the new people, you know? I feel like they have to be so protective over it as well because of, like, the connotations that comic books have, like, that geekiness side of it. They want to almost, um, like, defend it straight away. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, I and, like and you know, and they get very defensive. It's like what you said. Like they'll be like, "Well, that in the comic book," and you're like, "Oh, Jesus, come on!" Yeah. Um, and it's it's one of those like I, I get it. like I've read the you know I've read Jurassic Park like six times in my life. It's one of the few books I've read more than once, and I yeah. it's one of my favorite books. And I love the book, but I love the movie, and they are two separate animals, but they are very similar but very separate. And like that's how I want to feel about comic books too. So that's why I was like, "Let's dip in," and I thought, "What better way to go in?" You know, all the way things are right now, we'll jump in. And they're a local comic book store. They've been very nice to me and have mm-hmm. walked me through the thing. And maybe in the future, we'll hear some more from them. But um, I thought Haunted Mansion, what a great... Everything is starting anew right now. There is a great time to step mm-hmm. in. I talked about Black Panther's new, so I've got those. I'm starting to read all those. Um, so we started with Haunted Mansion. And I've got Back to the Future is out. I'm reading the Ghostbusters comic book. I've got my Power Rangers comic book that's out. There's like a comic book for everything. The Darkwing Duck comic book just started. So don't be afraid. Like go down and check out what's there. And it is a different type of storytelling. Yeah. It is It is a lot. Like it. my friend, she likes to take a really long time to read them because she says she likes to absorb all the artwork before she like moves on. She I likes to look at every detail. Get that, because each one of these like images that you see, I'm sure I probably, I'm sure they're called something else and I've just offended like a group of people, but each one of the like the- The frames? The, the frames, yeah, the pieces of artwork are exactly that. You could sit there and look at it for a long time and take in so much from it. They say like a picture is worth a thousand words. Like you look at these and you, you almost don't have to read the speech bubbles because you can tell what's going on. So it's... Yeah, and, and the thing is, too, is it's like every issue is kind of like 20 to 30 pages, you know, and so... Um, I, at least I think that's what it is. Um, so it's a very concise story. To, like, it's kind of like the dialogue has to be limited and they have to kind of show that story. It, it's, a, it's an interesting way. It's worth checking out. The way I feel about them, I feel it takes probably around... If you're going to watch it and absorb it, it takes about 20 minutes to 30 minutes to get from beginning to end, I feel, for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably about the same for you as well. Yeah. And I think that's... It's, it's very similar to, like, uh, a traditional TV show, almost. Like, the way the story's told, because you read the dialogue. You're not reading, like, the... Um, you're not reading it... You're reading it in first person, almost, you know? It's that, yeah. that person's actual speech, so... Yeah. I think that's why it reads like you're watching a TV show, um, and I feel like the actual bits of artwork are very similar to like storyboarding. Yeah. I think that's why I like it so much because from that film background, you know, it reminds me so much of what you would do before you actually went out to shoot something. So, it, well, I like, I yeah, and for me, like, I like to paint, and there's a lot of things in here. Where I'm like, oh, it offers a different perspective of looking at stuff. You know what I mean? You talk yeah. about storyboarding and film and stuff, and there's a lot of depth and perception in these in the frames, and so. So don't be afraid. Check it out. Try a new thing. They're not too expensive. I mean, the Haunted Mansion ones are three ninety nine. I know DC is going through a revival. All their comic yeah. books are going to be two ninety nine now. Um, but let's talk about the actual story in Haunted Mansion too. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you think of it? Um. Okay. So well, two let's, things. let's give give us the rundown. What is the plot? Okay. So the plot is, is a. Um, I'm actually never caught his name, but it's a young gentleman, fifteen years old. I don't know if I got his name either, to be honest. With you. Oh, I'm going to run through I'll, it, but just to give you I'll a heads check. up, there'll be a few. Spoilers. My, yeah, I always want to say, like, we're never going to do major spoilers, but the if you want to go in fresh and clean, like, just don't listen to this part. Yeah, just skip I, I want to let you guys know. Who. Three or four minutes. Um, okay, so there's a 15-year-old boy in there, and it starts off uh, with him and his grandfather looking at um, what we know to be the Haunted Danny Mansion. Danny is the name of the boy. Danny. Danny. Danny and his grandfather, they're looking at the Haunted Mansion, and they're having, like, a nice conversation. Um, we get uh, some idea of their characters, so... Danny is uh, he's, he's a little kind bit, of scaredy cat yeah he's not a confident hesitant. person yeah, yeah. Uh, and his grandfather is the like, polar opposite of the, that the he explorer is, yes he actually he looks like when you see it it's, he, he looks like uh, almost like Captain Bird's eye or something you know he's like who the hell is Captain Bird's okay Bird? I just realised some things don't translate <laughs> it's, it's the, the English audience now um, but no he's like yeah a really like big hench muscly guy so um yeah, you get that point where they're having that conversation and we talk about the grandfather's past, so what he's done. There's a nice little nod towards... Yeah, um, the, there's some fun... Um, this comic is definitely referencing other Disney storylines that are it is. in the world. And I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to talk about them because I think they're other, if we don't mention them, then what's the point of doing this review? So they're a little spoilery, but 
the grandfather wants to go. He's all about exploring the world and yep. doing all these stuff, and he goes to a very famous mountain called the Matterhorn. Out of all the mountains they could have picked. You know, so, and that's, so he wants to go climb the Matterhorn. You know? yep. Oh, yeah, and I should preface, the, the Haunted Mansion in this novel is the Haunted Mansion from um, Disneyland. It's the Louisiana Haunted Mansion. Saying that, though, a lot of the other stuff that it references inside is the same in both parks. So if you're only um, used to, or if you're only aware of the Orlando version... Um, Still get it. It's, Still read it's, it. You'll, yeah, you'll no, pick no, up no. on it. It's, I mean, the the okay. So a series of events leads to Danny finally like going into this mansion that in the town in the mm-hmm. place where he's from is rumored to be like haunted, obviously. Yep. And the grandfather was trying to push for Danny to go into this, and he didn't go, and some stuff happens, and so Danny gets a call from a very famous ghost, or um, I don't. She's a ghost, right? Oh yeah, it's well, Madame Leota. Yep. It's not like a telephone call as well. Yeah, she's she's calling from the beyond. Send us a message from From the beyond. beyond. Is that from Hocus Pocus? No, what's she? That's from the attraction. (laughs) I always think of the teacher when she throws the uh, whatever the paper thing at the. But anyway, so Danny gets the um, he gets the call and he kind of like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go explore this for my grandfather. And basically, he gets into the house and it is like. As if you are the guest, as if he is the guest going through the haunted mansion. So yeah. he walks into the first room, and then he gets into like it's an elevator, but it's not an elevator because I mean it's not an elevator in the attraction, but it's a the room that stretches. And he's like, stretching is this room. actually stretching? And then yeah. he's walking down the hallway with the pictures that change. Yep, you know, and, and it's got it's really specific. So it's got the actual like the the lady on the um, wire with the alligator underneath. Oh, in the stretching so it's room, very, yeah. yeah, very yeah. specific. And there's a few like little lines like that where they just rip them straight from the yeah, track, ripped straight from nice. the ride. Um, yeah, and so basically, and he sees the doors. All the doors yep. that are different. He finds the coffin with like the hand that's pushing to get out. Yeah. And, um, it, the the first issue kind of culminates with him actually meeting Madame Leota, who is in the crystal ball. Yep. And um, so the the storyline is that there is apparently some sort of ghost pirate in this house, um, which I can't say that I know that from the ride. Oh wait a minute! In the extended queue at Disney World, there's a pirate. And I just the... thought in the first in the in our Florida version, there's the scene with all the artwork and there's the flash of lightning and you see the boat. The ship, the yeah. Ship. So I think there is, there is something there. Yeah. But saying that, what we were saying earlier on about it, it brings in other Disney storylines. Yeah. This is where I think it's from. I think it's a nod towards pirates. Yeah, and that's I'm getting that vibe. I only read issue one. He read issue two though, and yeah. um, I mean there's three issues out. Like I said. Um, but she, so basically he's the kind of the bad, the ghost that's apparently like stopping them all the, like all the ghosts are friendly ghosts, but he's forcing them not to be friendly because he's, he's them in the yeah, and he's saying like, if they don't do what he says, uh, says he's going to um, take away their ability to haunt. So they yeah. won't be happy haunts anymore. They'll evaporate, you know? And so the Danny's, dead will die. <laughs> yeah, the dead will finally die. Yeah. And so Danny's kind of going to be tasked with this, like, help fight against this guy. But there is also the don't go in the attic. Yep. Constance, the bride, is going to be in there. And she's taken off the head. Anybody who dies in the house dies by her hands is what the rule is. Mm -hmm. And no mortals who have ever entered will ever leave. So that's kind of the culmination of the first issue. Um and it looks like the second issue, from what I saw, is kind of moving along the ride, because you ended up in the it party is. room at one That's time, right? pretty much where the rest of the issue uh, lies. So you get introduced to a lot of the other um, haunts in that we see in the attraction. That Do you meet the, the Hitchhiking Ghost yet? Uh, I'm not yet, no. They're um, on the cover. They are on the cover, so they are going to be featured, but I've not yet met them. Um, or at least I can't recall meeting them. Or all three of them weren't together mm. if I have met them. So that's the only way I recognize them when all yeah, three of them are a trio, together. you know? Um, but no, we've been introduced to some of the other uh, haunts in there. No uh, hatbox ghosts yet? I don't know the hatbox ghosts because that's from... Okay, so then I'm going to say no. because But the hatbox <laughs> ghost like has been on one of the covers of these. Um, I believe he's on the th- first or second issue. Madame Leota was on like the third issue. So there's all these alternate covers, like I said. And yeah. one of them had him on that. But, the but one- if you are in Disney Parks, check out the... The, the Haunted Mansion gift shop and uh, yeah you can get your issue there they said they might get back issues too because yep. they only had issue two last night they did and they'll get issue three soon they'll probably have it by the time this episode goes up so yeah I'm quite confident he seemed quite confident in the store that we but from what you've read would you continue on will you continue oh, on will you read to the end I, well it's got me hooked now I want to see where the storyline is going to go because it does 
it does feel weird that they're, they're um, relying so heavily on this pirate themed storyline, which yeah. does feel slightly out of place at the minute, but I'm going to see where it goes. I am feeling, so, okay, so you've never been to Disneyland, but mm-hmm. um, Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion are in the same square, like in the same land. They're both oh. from in Louisiana, um, in uh, New Orleans Square there. Okay. So potentially, this is actually, this comic book is referencing the fact that that pirate could be from um, Louisiana because the the beginning of the pirate's ride in California is like a bayou. It's a man like in a rocking chair. There's yeah. like flies around him because I always make the joke from uh, Princess and the Frog when I go by that park because I'm always like, oh, there's Ray, you know, and nobody want to sing with Ray, and <laughs> um, and so that's interesting. That just yeah. occurred to me. Like that's maybe that's because it does. Go. It specifically points out in I can't remember if it's issue one or issue two, but it specifically points out that it's not that I it's saw, in Louisiana. That it's it, there's actually like a yeah. The, it, it's in issue one. That, it's the so. first. It's the first like there's first square says New Orleans, Louisiana. Yes. So it's definitely New Orleans. That's but the second th- okay, there's in that second issue. See if you can find it. The pirate ship map. I want to know. Does yeah. it say the name of the ship? Because if the ship's called Columbia, then they're definitely going off of that. There we go. It might not say what it's called, but I mean, if it's the Black Pearl, we know. It's, it's Captain Jack Sparrow, but Captain Jack Sparrow's not a pirate. I'm a ghost. He's a pirate. I believe there's a captain there somewhere. No, it's... Mm, it doesn't specifically say... It doesn't say. Here. Well, I mean, that's the name of the pirate ship in that area, so yeah. if, if you come across Columbia, we know that's absolutely what they're doing. But that map is interesting, because that map has the house and then a pirate ship. It does. I'm not going to... Don't you dare I can, I can see. I know. I felt it. Don't you dare. <laughs> Just give it... Hold it up. Hold it still. Keep it safe. Keep it in... And, um, yeah, so as you can see, there's a ship, pirate ship here, and then I believe that is the Louisiana house, and I haven't read this yet. Uh, that also looks like there's a dinosaur, so God knows what this map is up. <laughs> I will get there, though. It's a dinosaur. But, yeah, so, um, check it out. Go to your local comic book store. Um, what you need to do, instead of just relying on them to have every issue, is go in and ask to sign up for the subscription. You, in most comic book stores, you're not held to purchase those. They'll just put them in a box, and you just have to be... You, you can't become delinquent. So it basically means that they'll hold, like, up to two issues, and so if you haven't been there in two months, because it's one issue a month, they're going to start... They'll call you and be like, hey, you got to come get your subscription, or we're going to put them back on the shelf. Understandably so. Um, but they're usually, like, super nice. My comic book store has an incentive where, like, every 10 bucks I spend, they give me a stamp, and at the end of all these stamps, like 10 of them, I get $15 off. So That's awesome. It's good, because I'm... I, You'll go through it real fast because now I'm like, oh god, I'm reading all these comic books. I got the Black Panther comic book, like I said, Back to the Future, all this stuff, and some stuff like the Back to the Future comic book. That's in continuity because Bob Gale, who wrote the screenplay for the movies, he worked on the comic books. So like, and the Haunted Mansion, it's Marvel. This is owned by Disney. This is from. This was approved. Like this is part of the story. So it's just it's an interesting time to get into that nerdy thing, but. Well, we are on the topic of Haunted Mansion. We do have a fun little other thing that we're going to run through before the end of the show. And what is that, Oliver? You don't remember the name of it. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, <laughs> I, um, so, so Pete signed up for these. I didn't even know they existed. But and you forgot the name of it as well. <laughs> well, I was told they were called Ghost Posts. And it's, Ghost, it's, oh, it's yes. a Haunted Mansion subscription pack. I believe they're, for me, they're a little steep for me. They're about 100 bucks a month, I think. I've seen inside one, but not the other, and I can see how it can be worth it. Yeah, a hundred bucks per month is a lot to spend. It's a lot. It's involved. It's not like loot crate. It's not yeah. like three things and you just put them on a shelf. Like it's actually offering you like a game. But they're all they're all haunted mansion. They're part themed and they're kind of like almost scavenger hunt related. Yep. But we've got the first two boxes. I figured we could check out what's inside and maybe like just kind of run through the process and. And talk about it a little bit. So these are the boxes. Oliver's got a second one over there. So Pete ordered these um, because he loves Haunted Mansion, as many of us do. He really does. Yes, yeah. There are going to be a series of three when you sign up for this. It's a subscription-based... It's Disney's, like, foray into the mystery box that has the, like, craze that's kind of been going around. Like, I've gotten a couple loot crates. Are you familiar with loot crates? I am. Yeah, so I did I did this, the coolest one I did. I, the first one I signed up for had a Power Ranger item in it, so obviously I had to get it. Oh, you were up, Tyler. But the Halloween one, or the one in October, was time-themed, so I got a Bill and Ted t-shirt, a Doc Brown pop vinyl, a Doctor Who spork, and um, a hoverboard replica, a little 1 15th scale replica of the hoverboard. And I was like, this is the best box ever. And it was for, like, 
fifteen dollars. Wow! And I pop, I pop vinyls like twelve bucks alone. So thank you, postage. Mm-hmm. Wow! I'm yeah, it's it's like twenty bucks even I think for everything. I think I used a coupon or something. But these are a little bit more expensive. They are directly from Disney, from what I understand. They run from a hundred to two hundred dollars. I think. Um, I believe that's for all three. I could be mistaken. I tried to find information. It is a limited um, subscription, mm-hmm. limited to what? 999. Yeah, 999 happy limited subscribers. Happy boxes. Yeah, but maybe if there's an issue with customer service, there's room for one more. Oh. Uh. I don't know. Like, so, so, yeah. For those of you listening, I had to take a drink. Um, yes, he was getting the spirits inside him. I, 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 so it's pretty interesting. So let's open up this box. We'll just quickly run through the contents and then maybe like talk about it a little bit. Um, so this was box one, and it comes with a a Ghost Relations depart, uh, Department um, little happy hap, oh excuse me ha- helping happy haunt since 1963. Oh, how kind of them. Um, and it kind of runs down your information. It's got this little letter. It's all stuck to the back of the box, so I don't think I you're... think it's meant to be. Yeah, I don't. You can pull it off, I think, but I'll probably just leave it there. Um, you got yourself a teacup. Pete already built this thing. It came yes. with like it's originally flat packed. Like um, I was gonna say like something from IKEA, but I feel that cheapens it. But no, uh, <laughs> it's originally just like one flat thing. But you build this up. You use the numbers. Like you can probably the letters. Sorry, you can probably see down there. No, you can't. But take my word for it. Um, yeah, and you build it up into this radio here. This is actually what you download the app for. So well, yeah, there, there is an app. We should say that. There's yeah, an and app. you slide yeah. your phone into the side and you use this uh, this like twisty knob thing here to. Yeah. So this this does involve you using a smartphone at some points because the the app. Um, well, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. turn that into a radio for you. But there's an a wedding invitation for Mr. and Mrs. Hathaway or Hatchaway. Hatchaway. Oh. And we can all guess who Constance. It's a constant wedding invitation. There's. Um, Getting started with your phantom radio. This is the directions for the phantom radio. There is a gazette uh, newspaper type um, thing that's got a few pages in there. These all link together, as you'll see shortly. There is this um, blood mirror and brooms. Um, what looks like kind of a, an old advertisement, um, but it's got all these holes punched out in it. So I think this is going to tell us a message at some point. And then, these are one thing I've actually not seen up close yet myself, but they're these, like, um, are they t- tarot? Kind of tarot cards, tarot, tarot, yeah. tarot reading cards. Tarot. Like tarot. Tarot. Like Tara, Tara. Exactly. <laughs> Sound like you're from California. <laughs> uh, but no, they're featuring, like, the hitchhiking ghosts and other characters that you would have seen from around the mansion. Um, yeah, so we'll look into those a bit. Let me, uh, let me read what this uh, letter actually says to you as well. To whom it may gravely concern, we work closely with the residents of the Haunted Mansion to ensure that nothing stands between them and an eternity of happy haunting. But of late, there is trouble in the etheric realm. For the first time in eternity, it seems that our spirits are the frightened ones. In this, their time of need, the spirits request your help. At the Ghost's urging, we have enclosed several heirlooms that may prove useful to your endeavors. The latest edition of the Grim Gazette, the most haunted tabloid of the afterlife, an advertisement for the Blood Mirror and Brooms redusting services, a wedding announcement preserved over the centuries, a special radio housing for your modern infernal gadget, a bat, the emblem of the mansion, a teacup whose value in communicating with the spirits cannot be overstated, and divination cards, authentic cards reproduced from the deck of the great Madame Leota. Eternally yours, the Ghost Relations Department. P.S. The ghosts have added their own messages to this letter. Most mortals find spirits writing easiest to read when the paper is dampened with water. P.P.S. Should you wish to compare notes with other mortals similarly to ask, you will find your comrades in arms taking up residence at the purpose-built dead letter office of our internet website. So I've got a wet cloth here. Mmm. That's pretty cool. You're gonna dampen this paper. Okay. So it says, we can no longer keep our haunting promise to follow our visitors home. We've noticed you at our mansion and sense that you may be particularly attuned to our spirit's ways. The perfect mortal 
to render assistance. Only a talented mortal deeply connected to the spirit world would the will be able to detect the haunted qualities of these objects and scan each item in all states to form new resonances with the haunted mansion using the phantom radio. So that was that guy. Um, align these, it's pointing at the advertisement, the stars to Aunt Agony, which is saying in the Grim Gazette. So we need the the advertisement with the Grim Gazette, the most trusted tabloid of the afterlife. Um, so align these stars to Aunt Agony. We have a message for you. Just a little moth-eaten. <laughs> so that's what the holes are. So this is kind of, I think, like the how to run through everything. So let's start with, it looks like the paper, would you say, is the first thing? I would definitely go with the paper. Okay, so that, the paper, we had this, and then we had the Gazette. And these are the moth holes that they were referring to. Now it says, it says here, align these, the advertisement, and then it says the stars. These are all circles. Oh, stars, wait right there. The stars, there's two stars and a moon, two stars and a moon, to Aunt Agony, which is the Grim Gazette. So we have to find in this the Grim Gazette. This is the center page, I believe. Oh, there's Aunt Agony. There we go. Okay, we're in, and we're looking for the stars. There's the stars and the moons. Oh, I see under your your hand there. Oh, here we go. Keep this for waltzes next month. Hmm. Oh, so box two. Ah, box two. So we don't know that one yet. We don't. Let's run through everything else we've got in this box, and then we'll see if it uh, matches up with with what we've got in uh, box number two. Okay, next, after the Stars in the Grim Gazette, it says, um, a wedding announcement preserved for centuries. And this says, when frozen or exposed to the chill of the crypt, this artifact will undergo a disquieting metamorphosis. So we've got the wedding invitation right here. I'm going to read it. It says, Mr. and Mrs. Hatchaway request the honor of your presence at the marriage of their daughter, Constance Hatchaway Harper Banks, to... The most honorable Marcus de Doom, D-O-O-M-E. High noon, nothing ever good happens at high noon. You've seen the movie. Friday the 13th, really? Friday the 13th of February, 1874, at the ambassadorial residence. So let's go expose this to some chill and see what happens. Here's the thing, here's my freezer, all my delicious food in here. And I'm gonna open the ice cube tray to get it extra cold. I'm just gonna dip it in. Okay. Oh, uh-oh. Ah, so it's turned, by the looks of things, into a death certificate. So I put it in the freezer and I saw it change into the death certificate, but I can't read it fast enough, so I'm gonna put it between two frozen bags, some hash browns, and some rice. And let's see if I can read it really quick. So it says, died at Pagoda de Doom, Saturday 14th, 1874. Wow, their marriage lasted a day. The most honorable Marcus de Doom, beloved husband of Constance, sent to a better place. There's a lot of asterisks there. Friends and acquaintances of the family are invited to attend the funeral Monday afternoon at the home of the widow de Doom. Yeah, so all rules right. Death certificate. And it already changes back. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Okay, so next, a special radio housing for your modern infernal gadget, and the ghost wrote to impart to it a right and seemingly aura of foreboding. And then it says, a bat, the emblem of the mansion. This creature may prove helpful for tuning in special frequencies. So, we are going to assemble the radio from the pieces of cardboard that came in here, which you saw was already assembled, and you use the bat as the tuner. So there's a card, and on the back, it gives you directions and it includes a uh, password you have to enter and then here it explains the history of the of the radio and you scan all the items once you download the app and then it allows you to tune in so you slide your phone in there Yesterday, 
and the day before that, and the day before that. It's been quite a while since we followed any mortals home. There is no need for all the shouting. Victor, it's done. They've done it. Oh, yes. This is quite wonderful. What was done? By whom? Why, the Ghost Relations Department, of course. They've sent the boxes. Sally, do you think the mortals will know what they are supposed to be doing with the things we have sent them? I have every confidence that the Ghost Relations Department put those boxes in the proper hands. A teacup whose value in communicating with spirits cannot be overstated. And it says, especially useful for reflecting upon the tea leaves in the newspaper. So let's check the newspaper and see what they have to offer for tea leaves. So over to the Grim Gazette. And let's see if we can see anything that would indicate tea leaves. (gasps) What's this? Oh, on the back. Today's tea leaves. This feels uh, almost planned because, you know, the British link. Let's see what secret messages we can find. So this is the cup that comes with it. Uh, It's a nice piece of what would appear to be china. Um, It actually does feel like a proper piece of china, and it's got this nice reflective surface on there. Which you can see me filming in. Yeah, you can. So what we're going to do is we're going to flip that upside down and then see if we can read some messages from the tea leaves. So this seems like it would fit over the top of that because they're almost... A perfect diameter. And then... Ah, what does that say? Does that say, Beware, Madam Leota? Beware, Madam Leota. That's so cool. And of course, you can only read that when you've got that cup upside down in the reflection. Because before that, it just looks like this. Gibberish. And that's also upside down. There we go. Yeah, it looks like those pieces of ink drawings that your psychologist makes you look at. Okay, and then the last thing on here was the tarot cards, but it just says use with care. What are they, ghosts? Yeah, so we've got like, um, isn't is that... Is that Gracie? Yeah, that's the, that's the when you when you walk into the mansion. And then this is that's, his... You know, he turns, it's the Dorian Gray. It's what he turns into, the skeleton version of him. Who else do we have? The tightrope lady. Is that her official name? I'm sure she's got one. I don't know. And then we'll just run through the others quickly. Bride. The Breed, Constance. The lady sitting on the gravestone. Madam Sitwell. Are you making these up? Oh, wow. You're doing such a good job. You should have gone into Imagineering. The gentleman, the, fa- the phantom of the opera. <laughs> gentleman on the piano. Ooh. They call him Glenn. Um, no, the guy from Glenn. Superstore there. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a wheelchair. That's Grumpy the Dwarf. <laughs> who, who are these fellows? Three hitchhiking ghosts. That's the, uh, the one who's sitting on the other people, yeah. He's just he's trying to do something man. And then... I don't recognize this one. Overly plump ghost, but is also in the cartoon. Oh, Chandelier. He's hanging ah, from the Chandelier. See, he is That's also Sia. in the comic book. He's one of the bigger characters Sia. in uh, the comic book in oh, issue two. Okay. We, we've kind of gone through all these things, but um, to be honest, we didn't listen to all... I thought the, the radio with the app was really cool. By far, this is the coolest thing in the box. Definitely. Yeah. This is awesome. You use the bat to like turn the channels. I thought that was cool. Um... It's clearly like a scavenger hunt. You got to go through, see what each thing does, but then you kind of have to figure out how they kind of connect to each other. Um, I don't know that we've taken that time to do that yet, uh, because it's it's a, it's involved. Like you have to kind of listen to every one of those. So the app that you download to use the radio, that app you scan every one of the items that came in this box. So the advertisement, the gazette, the uh, wedding slash death. Certificate, yeah, invitation slash death certificate, and um, so when you do that, it it like logs it into the channel. It's it becomes one of the channels you can tune into. A tunable channel, and then it becomes a story. So there's there's one where they're talk. The it's the hitchhiking ghosts, and they're talking about how we've done it. We've logged in. There's another story where it's a girl and a guy, and they're talking about 
um, how they trained the moss to bite exactly. So they're kind of like hinting that we should be using this. You know what I mean? So it's kind of helping you, but it's also kind of telling the story a little bit more because it refers to constants. Now, the vibe I'm getting is this is kind of following the same storyline of the comics. Like the ghosts are in trouble and they need our help. Mm -hmm. And... Um, that's kind of interesting. It's a, it's like a cross, like they're using that same story but pushing it out there into different places and everything. And what it looks like, one of the warnings we got is that some of this stuff's going to carry over into the other boxes. So you're going to need the cup again. You know, you're going to need the stuff you've had from before to kind of keep solving. So it seems like each box is going to get more and more involved. So we walked you through that one. Um, we'll just briefly run through like what's in box two, but I don't think we're going to like run through it per se. I think instead what we'll do is we'll, we'll get all three and then we'll do a separate video from Dispop, and we'll we'll kind of maybe just go through the whole story, and we'll try and solve the whole yeah. scavenger hunt. I think this is this is ultimately one big puzzle. So to do a video like this doesn't you don't really get the full effect. Rhino and yeah. I need to uh, really figure it out before we can present it to you. But just because we know yeah. you're interested, let's well, have a look. Yeah, we wanted you guys to. Um, I know we got some requests about doing this sort of stuff, and Oliver wants to, you know he he loves the merchandise videos, so um, we figured. Well, yeah, why not? We have this, and... Oh, this is Final Arrangement by I Am Mortal. What did I say? It's, it said Final Arrangements by M.T. Graves. M.T. Graves. Graves. Uh, so this one's got... I don't think uh, he even got into this one. Oh, wow, look at this. Is there a letter in this? Oh, yeah, there will be a... So there's, a, there's another envelope on the... See, on the top here. Should we open it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this another okay, wet so paper? Just, yeah, the, from the feeling of the uh, paper itself, it feels like we're going to be in that same situation. And then we have another edition. Yeah, another damp, read, read um, wet something paper. Something there for you, I'm not sure what that is. It's got the, you can't see it probably, but it's got the perforated edges on there. Similar to this in the first box. It's got symbols this, on the back too. Uh, this also has perforated edges. So I'm wondering if it all comes apart at some point and you have to match them up. Yeah. Uh, but no, we've got another Grim Gazette with, would you look at that? Another advertisement for tea leaves. You need the tea, the, the cup, and then it looks like we also have a little bit of a, a rolled up blueprint, this looks like. And this looks, you want to open the blueprint yeah, sure. see what it is? Turns out me wanting to open the blueprint and actually opening it. I'll read, I'll read this, uh, I'll read the letter really quick. So it says, Dearest mortal and esteemed ally of ghosts, we cannot begin to understand how you have done it, but it seems you have thoroughly impressed our, our spectral friends. The small treasures enclosed in this second shipment come directly from the spirits and have been compiled specifically for your use. A consequence of this curious turn is that we cannot exactly say some of these are, nor how they work. We transcribe below the contents of the packages they arrive, spelled in the dust that settled on our desks overnight. So, the most recent edition of the Grim Gazette, which we found, um, a music box modeled on our own mansion's own pipe organ. Oh, wow, which yeah. Which will go yeah, over see, it's got a little stop. turn. Can we do it? Yeah, dude, give it a little turn. See what Let's happens. See what happens. Do you have to maybe put your phone in this too? Possibly. Oh, it's turning, but there's nothing playing. Oh, so this, that might be part of the thing. So, um, a phonetoscope conceived by the ghosts to be constructed to their specifications. I didn't see that in here. Maybe that's what this is? Possibly. Um, a fine drawing featuring some of the doors of our esteemed mansion. We found that. <gasps> oh, I think is there more than these? Blueprints, yeah. that's blueprints displaying some of our rooms our haunts and habit, and, and then additional divination cards, which I found in here, reproduced from the deck of the great Madame Leota. So what's kind of cool is you're going to get a full deck by the end of this of um, Haunted Mansion tarot cards. Yeah. And then it says Eternally Ghost, and again, you have to wet this message. It gives you a whole new thing. So we don't want to uh, go through this one too much because Pete hasn't had an opportunity to go through this, and he, you know, since he's such a huge Haunted Mansion fan, we definitely have to like do this together. 100%. Yeah, but what, what was the blueprint? Was that the house? Okay, so I, it, it is. It's just, it's blueprints for the mansion. I feel, um... Be, you know what would be really cool? Framing this after when you're done. Honestly, I think that's what it's for. Because yeah. when you feel um, the... So the other two things that you've seen today, like the paper that gets wet, it's it's thick. It's even thicker than a normal piece of card almost. You can tell that it's got something built into it. There's some science in there to make it cool. Yeah. Uh, the same with the what, the marriage invitation to turn into a death certificate. Yeah. This just feels like paper. So I think it's just something cool that you can frame if you wanted to. Um, I might be wrong, but... No, I... Because, I, yeah, I mean, you, you open this up and I mean, like... There's nothing on there that would indicate. That's that's the Haunted Mansion at the top. So if you can get a long frame and put this in it, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, 
that that's what's nice too is like some of this like that's a cute like that that box the box that looks like the organ that's like wood that wasn't oh this is well built and for those of you that uh, can't see I feel this is gonna link in with the third one possibly because you can turn it but there's no music that plays so the mechanism works but you might it might be app oriented again we just Nothing didn't read it yet out. so We'll have to find out. But like I said, we'll do a whole video, I think, of us doing beginning to the end. We'll figure yep. it out as we go. Um, there's a lot. I mean, now you can see that that's wood, the blueprints. Like, I feel like this second box might be a little... I mean, I guess you got the teacup in the first one, but... Yeah? It's, I mean, it's pricey. It's limited edition. It, it, if it is really only 999 it's 100 bucks each. I mean, it's Disney. But it does involve some time. It's going to involve, like over over time as well um i think what you're purchasing here is the uh, the time and effort that's gone into creating something uh, unique and special because the the items themselves obviously they're not of a value of a hundred dollars but the thought that's had to go into this the engineering involved yeah, yeah. It's, it's impressive it's a lot more impressive than i assumed it was going to be yeah especially box two I'm yes. kind of like, oh, all right, this is cool, and I'm kind of curious to see where the story goes. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry we started this without the third box, but I figured we'd just kind of say like, hey, we've these boxes have been coming into the studio. Yeah. And um, yeah, so so that's that. I mean, I don't know that it's sold out. I just I did try and check the website, but there was an error, so that might mean that the website doesn't exist anymore. Um, like I said, we'll try and do a. Uh, when we get them all, we'll try and run through them all for you and do the story from beginning to end. Maybe we'll make it fun and themed. People could film it, like so it's a little more thematic, you know. That would be kind of fun for everybody. I can't promise that that's going to happen soon, though. But, um, but still, this is kind of I, this is a nice step for Disney to get into that whole um, the mystery box or like the home. Like I like that they're kind of starting on that as we talk about on the show, the life out of the parks, you know? Yeah. They kind of know that people love Haunted Mansion, they know what they're doing. And again, that's I think that's why they do this, because as a for a company that is as huge as Disney is, they're not making a huge profit off of this. So they've done this for the fans. That's, you know... Right, exactly. And I'd say that if you are, like, a big Haunted Mansion fan, this is for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... I mean, it is expensive, but um, it's definitely catered to... It's catered to fans. I mean, this is hardcore. Like, if this is your favorite thing ever, like, you have Haunted Mansion artwork in your house, you've got Dooney and Burks or whatever, like, this is your thing. Yeah. Um, so, I, I'd, I'd recommend it. Maybe if there's still some available or you could do a little wish list, maybe a birthday present from mom or dad or husband or wife. Maybe get your corgis to pay for it. They but pay do for anything. <laughs> do understand that they probably won't see the value in it. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true. This will be special to you and yeah. maybe nobody else. But this is fun. I, I actually think that this would be cool to like do with a group of people because like honestly, I wouldn't have the same like fun of being like, oh, we're discovering together and you get stumped, you know. So, so yeah, that's it. Let's check it out. Um, Oliver and I will continue our hunt for the pop finals. We're gonna keep. We'll keep you updated as, that, as we go. Together. Yeah, we will. I'm going to make that our, like, goal by the end of the year. Like, we hope to have all four of those pop finals on the shelf somewhere and in our hands. So if we ever get a hold of those, we will update you. And, um, yeah, and, and, and when the comic book's all over, we'll go back and kind of do a re-review and see how that all played out and whether mm -hmm. it's worth it or not. And then maybe we'll actually finally go and wait in line and actually ride the ride. I'm actually kind of glad we missed the ride last night. Yep. Because now, like, reading the, the comic book and seeing how influenced it is, I yep. kind of want to go in after reading the, the comic book's all done, and then... See like, if we can pick up on some of the things that we may have missed yeah, before. We like the, the little things, and like look for it, and maybe like we'll do a re-review of that or something like yeah. that. That would be cool. Definitely. So let's, I'll, make a, I'll, make a, I'll make a deal and try and not go on it until I'm done, until the comic book's over. I would join I, you on that deal. Yeah. I can't guarantee it'll happen if it goes past four issues, but I can guarantee <laughs> that if it's only four issues, I can make it. But... But yeah, so so that's that. I hope that was okay. I, again, I, for those of you who are listening, I apologize. The audio is a little weird this week. But again, we took a little field trip. I hope this was okay for everybody. Um, next week, we'll see what happens. But next week, next weekend, Oliver and I will be attending Megacon here in Orlando. Um, and I think we're going to maybe, maybe, I'm not making promises, but try and push out Dispop 
a little bit earlier next week to kind of give you a rundown of tips and tricks about MegaCon, give you a little bit of like an overview of what it is and what mm-hmm. we're involved for. And then we're going to go and experience that. Um, it's a four-day event, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then we'll maybe give, you know, throw that up as our segment for the following week or, or whatever it is. I don't know what these we call these yet. We're just kind of doing what we do. And, you, and again, if you guys want to let us know what you want to see, anything you want to... I know somebody specifically requested these boxes. Yeah. Um, we've gotten a couple submissions for the fan art. They've been fantastic. Um, really I'm not, impressed. I'm not, I want to share them this week. I want to share them um, once I've gotten a couple more organized and everybody's information together and everything. But mm-hmm. the, the, the turnout's been pretty good. And I also will be talking about some Disney merch that maybe is not official Disney merch as well that's on its way. And... Some fun stuff in the future. Plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, check out our audio-only shows where Craig and myself will be reviewing Alice in Wonderland is the next one on the on the cards. We've reviewed Civil War, mm-hmm. Jungle Book. Check those out. And let us know what you want to see us do more of or less of. Or anything but the naked calendar. Anything but the naked calendar. Maybe we'll do a calendar, but our clothes will probably... They'll be on. They'll be on. I'm not even going to give you that. Oh, thing, no. So. If we get to the required number oh, of views that we set. <laughs> if there are a million views on an episode, yep. we'll think of something creative to do for it. Make it kind of. If it's for charity, man, I'm sure we can come to some sort of agreement. I don't know who this charity gentleman is, but you're more than willing <laughs> to create this calendar for it. We can hook our, hitch our horse to some charity. Sweet charity. I don't know where I'm going with this. But, <laughs> but anyway, that's been our episode. We apologize for everything that has been. <laughs> everything this has done to you emotionally, physically, uh, just whatever it's done for you. Hopefully it's been a good thing. But we'll see you again soon. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you guys later.